people don't put as much like credit into themselves as they should. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like so many more people out there are so capable of like doing what I did on their own, but they're just, I hate to say it, lazy. I think also what it is, is people think the coach is like the magic. Like, who was your coach? Because I'm going to sign up with them. And then the exact same thing is going to happen to me. A coach could give you so much, but if you don't do it, like you, someone can give you yeah. macros. And if they look at the whole week and you didn't hit your macros any day of the week, there's only so much you can do. So the I think coach, that could also be part of it. Yeah. Yeah. Being like, this is her transformation. What coach did you use? Because I'm going to sign up with them. And the same thing will happen to me. Well, it's like, well, do you have her work ethic, her discipline, her schedule? You know what I mean? Welcome to Cut the Crap with Beth and Matt, the world's number one no bullshit health and fitness podcast. Are you ready to cut the crap with your diet and exercise, get strong as fuck and build a healthy relationship with food? Then you've come to the right place. Let's Let's go. If you'd like to support us in the podcast, join our Patreon where you get exclusive content, which consists of monthly workouts you can do at home or at the gym, monthly challenges that are either strength, habit, or mindset-based, and access to over 100-plus low-calorie, high-protein, family-friendly meals. These are all designed by a professional chef who is certified in nutrition. These recipes are already in my fitness pal for easy fucking tracking. New recipes are also added each week. We believe that fitness is for everyone. So this is our way of getting you started on your health and fitness journey at a price most everyone can afford. So what the fuck are you waiting for? We'll see you in the Patreon. What's up, ladies? So welcome to Cut the Crap with Beth and Matt. I'm so excited. This is our first podcast together on someone else's podcast. Really? Amazing. All right. Well, fuck yeah. Well, welcome. We're excited to have you. Well, cool shit here. Um, so I guess we just want to chat with you guys. We, I love your content. You guys are fun. And I love how you promote strength training for women. And you guys are strong as fuck, which that's what this is about, right? So how did you guys meet and get started? We both kind of started doing social media during like COVID lockdown. And I was just kind of documenting my journey, not really thinking anything of it at all. Like my degree in college was graphic design. So I was just kind of doing it on the side and throughout that I fell in love with it. And Taylor can kind of speak on her. Yeah. Um, I did the same thing. I was super into it over lockdown. I was working out in my backyard like crazy. I was doing live workouts for people to follow during lockdown. And I just thought it was a fun hobby. I saw other girls in my hometown did the same thing and they weren't like quote unquote, like influencers by any means. Like they didn't have a big following. They were just trainers, you know, documenting their life. And I was like, that looks fun that they post this. Like, I want to post it. Like, I don't care if 20 people watch it. Like if I can get one person to want to train with me, like that'd be so cool. So that's kind of like how I started to do it. And by no means did either of us think that like what we were doing was like the one way, like super educated, like on what we were doing, like looking back on it, this is now two years ago. Like it was not right. It was definitely like a little bit more on the disordered side, but I actually really loved with my platform, how girls were coming to me, asking me for advice. And I was like, holy crap, like Mm -hmm. I can like help girls and change people's lives while just also documenting my journey. So that's when I started to get into studying for my CBT And I was doing that my entire senior year while also finishing off my degree. And that's when COVID went down and I was locked down. So I had nothing else to do besides, you know, educate myself, you know, take the exam and all that. And eventually a few months later, both of our platforms were kind of growing at the same time. And we were both promoting the same things, you know, lifting heavy, wanting to put on muscle, put on size, because we both came from a very skinny background, underweight, very Mm -hmm. restricted background. 
And girls that would follow us were like, you guys are literally posting the same stuff. You need to meet. (laughs) Yeah. And so Sam's from Boston and I'm from Miami, Florida. And she happened to be taking a trip about two hours ish away from me. So she was like, I can drive over to you. We'll meet up. We'll work out. We'll spend the whole day day together. Like I'll drive the two hours. And from 930 in the morning that day, we showed up in like the same outfit. Like (laughs) we showed up in like the same outfit. We have like the same water bottle, the same bag. Like we're just ready to go. We spent the entire day together, like 930 in the morning till the only reason, honestly, you had to go back was because like you had to drive kind of far at night. Yeah. So it was like, okay, it's getting kind of late. Like I have to go drive. And then we literally made a bunch of content. The content went like nuts. Yeah. Like the content went crazy. And she was like, you should move in with me. Yeah. <laughs> just like that. Fuck it. <laughs> but it's crazy. Like it's been very hard to find, especially uh, now I can say like things have definitely changed over the last two years with girls and fitness feeling mm-hmm. like they don't have to shrink themselves. They can actually grow. And like, we were kind of in that mindset when we first met that we wanted to grow and like, we wanted to eat more. So the first time we ever hung out, we both finished our Chipotle bowls. And like, I've never been with a group of girls where like they genuinely wanted to eat all of their food that was in front of them. Uh-huh. Maybe, you know, a little bit of a nasty comment about like, oh, you're really going to finish that. Like we both were like, nice. Yeah. Cause we were also going to the beach right after. And I after come that. from being around friends who don't eat if they're going to the beach. Oh, wow. I don't feel and look loaded. Yeah. So like to hit legs, like smash some food and like throw on a bathing suit and go to the beach was in something I felt com- like other girls just weren't doing that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, like I played two sports in college. I played field hockey and lacrosse. So for me, at least, it was very like toxic of like a lot of cardio, not really eating as much. And I was in division three. Like I had no educational background whatsoever on like nutrition. And I think that's a huge issue out there with college sports, especially in D2, D3, that they don't get the proper education at all. I think I had like one class for it, like after practice where we had to just come in. But like even then, it wasn't like I learned anything. So a lot of my teammates like weren't really eating before. And I just thought that was like the proper thing to do. And then like, once I finished up sports and started going to the gym, that's when I started to incorporate like little things before the gym, like maybe a banana or rice cakes. And that's when I started to realize like, Hey, more food is way better. Right? <laughs> yeah. 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 So that's kind of the very long answer of how we got here. We just kind of realized we had the same goals, yeah. same drive, same ideas, and that we just like work better together. I love that. And now you guys have this podcast that is like freaking top 10. Yeah. The F word. Yeah. I was like, holy fuck. That's, that's amazing. And, <laughs> and it's funny because me and Matt met through social media too. We met on TikTok. People were saying the same thing. Like you guys are a lot of like in your um, content, you guys should do stuff together. And we started collaborating. So it's funny that I love that you guys met that way and look where you, how far you come. And now you guys live together and have this fucking amazing podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, appreciate it. I think it's very important to surround yourself at this age when you are trying to figure things out, grow individually, like surround yourself with people that are like-minded um, whether it's, you know, coming from like a restricted background of like wanting to get out of that or like job wise, career wise, mm-hmm. whatever it is, just like like-minded people. It really helps. Oh Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. totally, totally. Surround yourself with uh, like-minded people and and the rest is kind of history if you have that good support system built up. Yeah, 100%. So where where are both of you located right now? I'm in Maine. Maine. And I'm in Ohio. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like two two states that couldn't be polar opposites of of where you guys grew up. 
Taylor and I are. I'm from Boston. She's from Miami. Yeah. Right? Polar opposites, yeah. Do you miss Boston, Sam? You know what? I miss my like friends, family, but in terms of the cold weather and all that, no, I don't. And it's yeah. it's sad to say, and I feel bad for anyone that like knows me from Boston when I do say that, but I don't know. Texas weather and just like the atmosphere here, it's a very young crowd. It's very mm-hmm. nice. Yeah. Do you guys, so do you guys have a, someone produced helping you with the podcast, like produce that? Or are you guys doing that all by yourself? Yeah. So we um, recently signed with a podcast network called Podcast One. So we're with them, but then YouTube is us. Amazing. Congratulations on signing with the network. That's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. It was a, it was a, a cool step to be, you know, just taking more serious. It was, it was fun. Yeah. Yeah. So when did you two start your, your podcast, The F Word then? Uh, June of last year. So okay. we're a little bit over a year now, like what, like three months over a year. We hit what, 1 million downloads in like December? Or- wow. Six months? Yeah. Yeah. We did, wow. So November to December, we did like a Christmas themed podcast celebration. So we were doing two uploads a week. So we were doing just us on Mondays and then on Fridays it was with a guest. Okay. We were cranking out the episodes. We were just really putting in the work and um as i'm sure obviously you guys know too because you guys do a podcast the podcast is it's a lot of work and it's hard to talk for an hour all the time so many times we'd sit down and be like oh my god i feel like we just talked now we have to talk for an hour again (laughs) and like sometimes it's hard to be like (gasps) yeah what can we talk about for an hour especially now over a year into it it's like what do people like it's hard like you get into those like blocks and a lot of people start and quit. Mm-hmm. Like we've seen it, especially like um in the fitness industry, because it's very trendy right now. So a lot of people do it. And yeah. a lot of people start and quit. And we've seen it happen. They start five episodes and they quit and they quit and they quit. Mm-hmm. And we were doing this. We still like um aren't making like insane amounts of money from this podcast. But for the first like basically year, we were doing this for free. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We were doing yeah. this for totally free and just we've never missed an upload. Damn. We have such a similar trajectory there. I was going to say, it's just like fitness and weight loss and anything. You have to be fucking consistent. Like so many people stop, like start and stop, start and stop. And then they're like, I don't know why I'm not where I want to be. It's like, well, because you fucking quit. Yeah, that's the thing. We told ourselves going into this year, we were never going to miss an episode. And if that meant like last week, we recorded four episodes Mm, to like make sure like, like we've just been on it. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We made that promise to ourselves too. So we originally started, we were going to do it like bi-weekly and we're just, we were like, whenever our time, whenever our schedule allows us to. And then we started, we did our first two episodes and then we're like, you know what? We should actually take this seriously. People are liking, liking the podcast. So we made a promise like, okay, every Friday at 5 a.m. we're going to release our new episode, you know? Um, so like, just like you guys, uh, there's lots of weeks where we did multiple episodes because uh, I love to travel. Beth travels. Um, so we had to batch record or, or make, make a couple times a day for a guest or something. So, or there's, you know, Thursday at midnight, um, we're editing podcast episodes for the next morning or something, you know? Right. Yeah. It's a lot of work. Props, props for the never missing an episode. Likewise. Yeah. You too. <laughs> You're, showing yeah. up. You're showing up. Go ahead. No, I just feel like I've learned so much too from podcasting because we talk to so many different people weekly and like, you just get to hear so many different Mm-hmm. perspectives and where people come from growing up and all that. So it's just really yeah. nice to like be able to hear from other people. Yeah, I yeah. agree. 
that's what I like doing about it too, is just to learn about other people. And I like, I'm consistently learning even about nutrition and strength training and, and from all, you know, different people that know more than I do, mm-hmm. just like consistently educating yourself. <laughs> yeah. And we've, we've branched off to having, like, we used to kind of stay in the realm of just like other fitness, social media people that kind of do the same exact content we do. And now our last few guests are people like in totally different spaces, like totally different wellness spaces that do meditation or like um, therapist or like, like totally different spaces of the fitness and wellness, like health industry, which Mm -hmm. is really cool that we've been able to expand that way. Yeah. It adds another element to your message because, uh, you know, health and fitness isn't just one aspect. It's multidimensional. It's not black and white. There's many colors on the, on the spectrum for that. So the fact that you get people in there to focus on meditation or mindset, what have you, that's going to help your listeners um, so much more than just focusing on, you know, your specific niche. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One thing for us, we've definitely noticed and realized like kind of over the last year. Or so with our podcast, like right now our podcast, like if you listen to our jingle at the very beginning, it's like, pop open that energy drink, put your shoes on and go like to the gym. But we kind of want to change our like, like branding branding. niche. Yeah. We've realized, I guess. Yeah. We've just realized that fitness isn't just like the gym and food. Like it's overall everything. It's the balance on the weekends. It's how you're treating your body mentally, like every aspect. So that's why we don't want to cut ourselves short with just like the fitness content on the podcast. Like we want to be able to cover it all. Like we, like Taylor just said, like we have a therapist on and um, meditation. So it's good to be able to get every aspect. Mm-hmm. I love that for you. I that's, love that. That's, that's, that's amazing that's progression awesome. right there. Yeah. Truly. Really, Cause you're right. It's, it's so much more than just going to the gym and lifting weights as much as we love that. And right. And we, we know the benefits mm-hmm. of strength training, but um, people struggle with more than just going to the gym. Like it's, it's their lifestyle factors. It's the stress they're dealing with. It's the fact that they don't have proper coping mechanisms to, so it's going to turn them to, you know, or cause them to turn to food for stress outlets and emotional eating and things like that. If you can help them with that, you know um, that's outside of the gym. That, that's amazing. A hundred percent, especially because both of us have dealt with our own kind of mental health like issues. Okay. So it's like, it's, it's a very important like cause for us to be able to like talk about that and help people through that because we've seen how much that directly correlates to what you're doing. Yeah. I've definitely gone like over the last, what, three to four years, noticing how much like I will let fitness and eating and all of that kind of correlate and dictate whether or not I have a social life or not. And now that I'm in a new city, like I have to get out there. I have to make friends. So once I moved to kind of realize like fitness doesn't need to be my number one priority on the weekends, like the weekends, I should be getting out there, making some friends. I don't necessarily need to be going like balls to the walls with alcohol, but like I need right. to get myself out there to make some friends. Yeah. And if I were to have told myself that maybe like two years ago when I was very restricted with my eating habits I was terrified of alcohol. If I did have alcohol, I would do endless cardio to, you know, make up for it on Monday. Mm-hmm. But now I'm in a place in my life where balance and memories are way more important than being super restricted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Love that. So Love fitness that can you. be part of your life. It doesn't have to be your life. Right. Yeah. yeah. And people think, I think because hello, we work out every day. I mean, I bet similar for you guys too. Fitness is our work. It's our hobby. It's like something like, it seems like it's our whole life, but there's really a way to make it not. Absolutely. For for myself, 
fitness used to be the main priority in my life, probably 2015, 2016. Um, but I've got, I've grown, I've grown a lot since then. And right now, honestly, going to the gym is like priority number three or four for me in my life. You know, um, I want those experiences like you were talking about. I want to travel mm-hmm. the world. I, I had a son too. Um, my son's my main priority, of course. Um, my relationship and, and all those other things are a higher priority for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hundred percent. We've gotten so much better about like today. Maybe like we both don't want to go. Like we have so many other things going on. Like today's a busy day. Like let's maybe like like rest day today. Yeah. Like let's maybe let's maybe no, not today. And I would beat myself up for it two years ago. I know to be like to be like what like on a Tuesday didn't go like yeah we just had other other responsibilities like we're both really sore like didn't want to. (laughs) <laughs> How did you deal with that mindset of two years ago? Uh, yeah, talk about that a little bit. Missing a day and like, yeah, did, like yeah. what was that like? Of course. So I transitioned into weight training from doing, I was, like I said, feel lucky in the cross. But on top of feel lucky in the cross, like I was also going to the gym and doing extra cardio. Like I would either do the bike for an hour or like the stairs for an hour on top of being like on a field running around for two hours. Right. So when I wow. trans- transitioned over into like, no longer being an athlete, I just thought like the only answer was just constant, constant movement, running, like no stops. Cause I never had rest days really. Like I, if I had a rest day when I was in season, it was like, we still had some type of activity as a team. So it was really hard for me to like realize that I was in control with my schedule and I wouldn't let myself take that rest. But I think the biggest transition with that was one day it's easier said than done, but it's kind of like waking up and forcing yourself to take a rest day and allowing yourself to realize that it had no effect on your body, which I know it sounds so easy to do, but like when you actually step into wanting to take that rest day, it's really hard. Yeah. For yeah. me, I started working out um, in college because I was like really like depressed and lonely, like nothing else to do. And I was just big into the cardio, like going to the gym because I was bored. Um, And it led to kind of like unhealthy eating, just like honestly not eating, like just trying to eat as little as possible. Um, like whatever the number was on the treadmill that it said I burned, like that's how many calories my next meal okay. could be kind yeah. of thing. Um, and then after that, it got, it definitely got better. Like it wasn't as bad, like in lockdown when I was posting about it, but I just felt like I had to, I feel like I don't even know why it felt so like <laughs> intense for me to work out so intensely. I'd be in my backyard for hours working out in the middle of Miami in July, like sweating, like dying, (laughs) like going for three mile walks, like then doing a hit workout with like just insane. And I think it was a lot of just like a, I feel like I needed to be skinny. Like I felt like I could be more in shape, be fitter. And looking back on those pictures, it's insane. And we both do this. We were I was so thin <laughs> and I don't know what I thought I had to lose because God, if I like, I, it's crazy how thin I was and how I thought that there was stuff that still needed to be lost on my body. Cause I, I don't, I really don't know what I thought was there, but yeah, I mean, it was also a boredom thing. So it was hard okay. to take the rest days. Cause it was, what else was I doing all day? I was home doing nothing. <laughs> like it was like, you're either going to work out or you're going to sit on the couch all day. There's nothing else to do. Like right. nothing's open. You have to stay home. I was actually in a really toxic relationship at the time that like kind of triggered a lot of the reasons why I was the way I was. But I just remember being in my, in a bathing suit in my backyard and taking some photos 
And then my boyfriend had come over later in the day and I showed him the photos. I was like, look at these photos. And he looked at me and goes, did you Photoshop those? He was like, you look so skinny. In my head, I was like, well, obviously I did not Photoshop them. But when he looked at them and said, I look so skinny, that was kind of like a wake up call on me. Like, oh goodness, like, am I too skinny? Like I thought looking at these photos, like I wasn't skinny. I was maybe on the bigger side. Like I looked maybe bloated or something. It's just so crazy the way your mind Mm -hmm. or the mirror. Right. A little bit of that uh, body dysmorphia. That's really honestly prevalent in our, in in our industry. Right. Right. Yeah. What was there a turning point for you? Uh, Was that the turning point then where you're like, um, I don't need to be as small as possible anymore. Like what? I remember my turning point now. I totally like, don't know how I wasn't going to say this, but I totally just remember exactly what my turning point was. So there's this like YouTuber, her name is Natasha Ocean. I don't know if you've heard of her, but she does mm-hmm. fitness stuff on the internet. Yep. Um, and I found her videos after watching a lot of like home workouts for toned arms and like abs for like my, like those kind of workouts. Like I found her videos and this girl was just so incredibly fit and strong. Like it was like the craziest thing I'd ever seen. She did like all the tests, like the test to get into the Navy SEALs, the test to be a Marine, like all of those where you have to mm-hmm. run X amount of distance and do these pull-ups and do these push-ups. And she did like 50 consecutive push-ups and like all of these pull-ups and ran so fast. And I was like, I want to be like that. Watching her, I was like, I want to be like that. Like, I want to be a badass. I watched yeah. her videos and the idea of like, being skinny like those models are being this. I was like, fuck that. I was like, I want to do that. I was like, I want to be as fit as her. And obviously it took time. Mm -hmm. My mindset wanted it to be like that, but obviously it was like that kind of battle with yourself of like dealing with it and learning how to do it properly. But I just watched her and like, she changed my life because she was so badass. Love that. I love that. Hell yeah. The emphasis on being just strong and and I mean I say this a lot, but like strong as the new skinny, right? I mean I, I honestly believe that. And for you yeah. to sit here and, and talk about what that means to you is amazing. And I and I know that's going to help people. Yeah, yeah. It was like it was really, and that's like what I hope to do. Like I really hope that posting me like hitting a bench PR like today. Like I hope that clicks someone's mind the same exact way her posting that video literally changed my life. Oh yeah. yeah. I definitely think who you follow on social media does play a big role with that. Yes. Yes. If you're in a place with that mindset that Taylor and I had, maybe following those wellnessy girls that, you know, don't really eat, they're not eating as much food, not really going to the gym, like model Pilates, model Pilates. like that. Like-, <laughs> like if that person is in a really good place with everything, totally fine. But if you are not, it's going to be a you problem. So we, a lot of the times do have girls come into our DMs saying like certain things are triggers for them and that I shouldn't be posting certain things. Like maybe hmm. they post macros for a meal. They're like, this is a trigger for me. Like you shouldn't be posting that. Food. And I'm like, okay, well, that's not my problem. That's right. You should not be following me if, if mm-hmm. that's a trigger for you. Your triggers are your responsibility. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. If you have a trigger or you notice something that just gets brought up, of someone you're following, maybe you need to mute them. Muting is the best way to go about it if you don't want to hurt their feelings, if they're a friend of yours. But if it's just like, you know, a big creator out there, you can follow them. There's no problem with that. Yes. But I just think the way you are, you know, scrolling through your phone plays a big role. Oh, my God. Yeah. 
like I used to be um, kind of really into the focusing on like the, is this ingredient good for me? Is this ingredient bad for me? How many ingredients are in this? That was really in my head. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't really follow a lot of the people that were really, you know, passionate about like, I know people say clean eating is a bad, like not the good saying, but like, I don't really know how else to phrase it. Like really just passionate about wellness and good ingredients and what you're putting mm-hmm. into your body. I couldn't follow that at the time because it was too much for me. Were those people doing anything wrong? Absolutely not. They were educating you about the food you were eating. They really weren't doing anything wrong. I needed to follow more of the people that were okay with the processed foods and the protein powder and like the whatever, because that was better for my mindset at the mm-hmm. time. And now what suits me is kind of the opposite. I am very ingre- like ingredient focused right now in a healthy way, really trying to be mindful of what I'm eating. And now mm-hmm. following those accounts is no problem. And I think it actually benefits me. So it's not really someone's content being like good or bad. It's like you need to be aware of how it just comes okay. off to you, affects you. Yeah. And that's your personal growth. Toxic for you, you know? Yeah. You're not saying, yes, because that's your unique situation. You're also not saying like, this is what everybody needs to do. You, all, Everybody else needs to avoid these things, but because you're making that choice, that doesn't apply to everybody else. Right. So yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of the biggest things, at least I can remember back for me with social media was, um, I'm just going to name drop. I don't really care, but Fuck <laughs> it. Kenzie Burke had created like this food combining booklet. And I don't know, are you guys familiar with food combining? So food combining, I believe, is that what they were talking about? Like pairing up uh, certain carbs with certain fats for different digestion and and absorption and things like that. List and list and list of rules for this diet. Crazy. Absolutely. You had to have was fruit in the morning, first 30 minutes when you woke up, there couldn't be any seeds in any of the fruit. Okay. 30 minutes after some lemon water. And then like 30 minutes after that, again, you could have your first meal, but the first meal was based off of, you could have protein with only vegetables. You could not have protein with carbs. And then if you were to have carbs, it would have to be with a vegetable. Or if you were to have, it was just like all. And it was like green vegetables are neutral and can go with anything. Yeah. And then like so many fucking food rolls. Holy fuck. I'm already confused. There were so many. And I remember I used to see this content as well. And I remember one thing she said that stuck. It did stick with me, honestly, for a little bit. And I think about it quite often. Is She was like, I was feeling so sluggish and I'd always have apples and peanut butter because people told me that was a healthy snack. But she realized the carbs and the fat together and the apples and peanut butter was what was like making her so sluggish and was like so bad. And like apples and peanut butter together is just like the worst combination of all time. And I was like, what? <laughs> Apples and peanut butter? I remember buying the booklet when she dropped it. She had you bought it? Yes. It was like, <laughs> it had recipes in it. It had like the rules for food combining. She wouldn't explain all of the rules. Okay. So she uh-huh. wanted you to buy the booklet so you could get all the rules. Uh, she was selling something ultimately. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And that was the peak of my disordered eating. Like there was just, so much wrong with what I was doing. What's her name really? again? Ken- Kenzie Birkin? Kenzie Burke. Kenzie Burke. I'm going to have to look this. this Instagram, she does not talk about it. People will ask her all the time. She's like, I don't like to address this anymore. Like she's she, trying to like learn. She learned from that? From it. And it's like a very sensitive topic to her. So it's like. I mean, honestly, I do kind of feel for that. Cause I know like I've grown in my fitness journey. Someone, Absolutely. Someone yeah, made a comment even. Someone made a comment even to me the other day because I posted, I think something about caffeine. Oh, or how like I don't take pre-workout anymore, mm-hmm. really. 
And someone commented, you should have duetted that video of you from last year, like dry scooping pre-workout and then like chasing it down with your energy drink. Mind you, the video was like a joke in the first place. Like literally wasn't even that serious. It was just like for fun. But also like, I'm so different now. Yeah. It's like, I'm just like, that's like, I don't think that's fair. I wasn't even saying pre-workout is so horrible. I just said, I don't take it right now. So in a way, I feel for her in that, because if someone were to hold, I mean, now obviously she's selling something. It was very, very (laughs) traumatized a lot of people, clearly, because the apple and peanut butter thing really stuck with me. Mm -hmm. But like at the same time, I do feel for the fact that like if if she knows that it's not good, I think she should address that it's not good. Yeah. Yeah. Own own your shit type thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Like own it. And then it's like if you're different now, you're like you're it's different views now. I'm sure you guys aren't the same person you were a year ago, like you just said. She's not the one that came up with it. I will have to say it's Got not it. her. So she, she fell, fell into, into the, the trap, trap probably from somebody else. She, she saw it. Yeah. Like, like, yeah, yeah, this yeah. makes sense. So, yeah, I think we've all been there. I mean, I, I know I've said and done some stupid fucking shit and I learned from it. I'm not the same coach I was last year. Five yeah, years I'm ago, definitely or? a lot different. Yeah. I mean, even even from my beginning TikToks in 2020, I look at them God. and I'm horrified. They're fucking <laughs> horrifying. <laughs> <laughs> People think, um, and I mean, they mean it as a compliment. It's so sweet. And I appreciate them. They're like, I followed you like ever since like the workouts in quarantine. And like my initial reaction is like, oh God, like, I'm not even like, thank you. I'm like, oh God, I'm right? like, please, please erase that from your memory. <laughs> and we're going to be looking back two years from now, even saying that what we're doing is like cringe and weird, but that's good. That means you're yeah. doing the right thing. That means you're growing and you're growing. Yes. That's, that's, that's huge. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, being di- growing is not a bad thing, and being different than you were a year ago—that's not a bad thing. It's yeah. you're just evolving, and that's really—I mean—during this lifestyle, that's what this is, right? For anybody, this is a lifestyle, and it's gonna what's what we're doing today isn't gonna look like the same thing we're doing a year from yeah. now, most likely. As, as long as you have a growth mindset, if you have a fixed mindset and you're not interested in in growing and being a better person and evolving, then then you're probably gonna be the same the rest of your life. But if you have that growth mindset, which we talk about so much, you're you're always going to be looking back at yourself, and be like, "Holy fuck, I did that, and I said that, and I, I I I believed that." Like, yeah, that's a lot of bullshit. But we learn. We don't know what we don't know, and when you know better, you do better. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, like I'm I'm only 21 years old. Like I know I'm going to be looking back on this. Like, what the hell was I doing? Oh my god, you have your whole fucking life ahead of you. Woo! <laughs> that's exciting. That's ex- that's exciting. I know. <laughs> And like, in a way it feels like, I don't know, just like things feel so stressful sometimes. And like, it's the end of the world. And then I have people like literally tell me like, you're at the beginning of your life. Like this is like the beginning. Yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, you're right. Even with like my fitness stuff, like we've only been seriously working out for like two years. Not mm-hmm. even. Not even. a full year of that doing bullshit stuff. Not even. So like we even find ourselves, like I feel like not even realizing like we just started this yeah. shit. Yeah. <laughs> Hell, I mean, when I was 21, I was partying every weekend, every day, really. And I was borderline alcoholic and partying all the time with my friends and fitness wasn't even anywhere near me. You know, and I didn't even start working out till my mid twenties, late twenties. So props to you. You guys got an early start on it. So. Yeah. I, I'm like, when I was 21, I was doing blowjob shots in bars in Arizona, Arizona. <laughs> um, with, with my hands tied behind my back. <laughs> oh yeah. That was fun times. But um, do you guys have coaches? No. You know, what's funny. You actually asked that because I posted a video or a transformation of myself over the last 12 months. And I did Taylor and I this past winter went through our first bulk together. I was mm-hmm. like, I this alone. 
We got to get chubby together. So we did it together. We did about a four to five month bulk. And then we transitioned right into a cut after like being at for a month. We kind of just waited off and then we went into our cut. And um, now we're in a place where we're intuitive eating. But I posted a transformation and someone in the comments was like, who's your coach? And I was like, myself. Myself. Can you guys not like the question kind of like frustrated me because I was like, people don't put as much like credit into themselves as they should. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like so many more people out there are so capable of like doing what I did on their own, but they're just, I hate to say it, lazy. We didn't do anything like too serious. And I know some people really like that unbiased point of view, but for us, like, I feel like if you're that hard on yourself, um, where like you can't be honest with yourself, maybe there's other things that you need to like work on. I mean, obviously I'm not, obviously having a coach is like helpful to people, mm-hmm. like obviously, but I do think people like, think you need a lot more money and all this effort to do something when like you, you That's don't true. need Very it. True. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of people I feel when it comes to like a coach are just wanting things like handed to them. Yeah. Yeah. I just think, especially because we weren't on prep or anything. Keep it in mind. Obviously if you're on prep or anything and you want to go through a very serious like weight loss or serious weight gain journey. Yes, of course get a coach, but for Taylor and I, we were just kind of doing our own little thing, going through a vibe and vibing. Way more capable of that than they think. Well, I think also what it is, is people think the coach is like the magic. Like, who was your coach? Because I'm going to sign up with them. Oh, yeah. And then the exact same thing is going to happen to me. And we both used to do online coaching. And I'd say for me personally, about 90% of my clients didn't really follow through with anything they were supposed to. A coach could give you so much, but if you don't do it, like you, someone can give you macros. And if they look at the whole week and you didn't, hit your macros any day of the week, there's only so much you can do. So the I coach, think that could also be part of it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that the could also definitely be part of it being like, oh, well, like this is her transformation. What coach did you use? Cause I'm going to sign up with them. And the same thing will happen to me. Well, it's like, well, do you have her work ethic, her discipline, her schedule? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, for oh, sure. Yeah. And of course there's the, the other aspect of it, which is our, our upbringing. So um, for instance, like disordered eating habits or what we're, what we surround ourselves on early on. So I'm going to make an assumption here. Tell me if I'm wrong for you to the things you struggled with. Would you say that was influenced by perhaps the social media people like the fitness industry that you followed at that time? I know a lot of people uh, my age, they look at Jillian Michaels and like, oh my God, she's the devil because they've learned all these really shitty habits and relationship with food and body and exercise from her because that's, that's what was on TV when we were growing up. Right. 100% from social media. And also, obviously, the social media is the biggest thing, but it's also the girls in the groups in high school and college uh, and comments that are being made about food and like your body when you look in the mirror, like all of that. It's, it all goes hand in hand. Yeah. And I mean, I, I danced like my whole life. I'm in very, I was in very, very little clothing with lots of girls all the time. And I feel like day to day, I didn't realize it, but looking back, like definitely just like the comments on how you look and I need to Uh fix that. I need to fix this. And before dance competition, it's guys, we have nationals in two months. Like, you know who you are. Like if your costume's not fitting the best, like now's your time, like tighten it up. Right. You're eating like all that kind of stuff. And like, you know, girls changing in the locker room, it's little tiny booty shorts and little sports bras. Everyone's going to be like, Oh, I don't like this. I like this. I, oh, I haven't eaten all day today. Oh, I didn't have to like all those comments just, uh, and obviously that just all goes from like 
what they are influenced by and it just trickles right. down. It's like, you can't escape it. Yeah. Totally. When, when was the earliest you started dieting? Like, I'm sure it was probably some stupid number super early. Um, mine was my junior year of high school. Um, yeah. And I just was trying to count my calories. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gotcha. I don't want to say mine was a little bit later on. Mine was like my okay. junior year of college. And I didn't even know what protein was until like my sophomore. Wow. Oh, me neither. I didn't like, do macros. I didn't do macros. No. Like, so when I did first start, I would say it was in kind of a healthy way. I was just kind of trying to keep track of my protein but mm-hmm. then once I started to get really like into it and fixated on numbers, that's when it became a spiral of bad things. So it just, I guess for me was like the flip of something and it just went negative. Yeah. And for me, the reason I know a lot of people can hear when we talk about this kind of stuff and be like, it's so triggering to hear, or like it's a sensitive t- subject. But for me, I like sharing exactly what I went through because no one around me knew that I wasn't eating. Mm-hmm. And I, it's just mind blowing to me that no one knew that anything, no one knew I wasn't eating, not a soul, not my boyfriend at the time, not my parents. And I don't hold it against them by any means. Any of my friends, not anyone knew I wasn't eating. I would bring a, a lunch to school that probably had a hundred calories in it. And people would be like, oh, you're so healthy. Right. No, no one knew yeah. I wasn't eating. And if I can share what I was going through so someone yeah. can help either my reality check with themselves of like, hold on, wait, that sounds like me right now. Or like, hold on, wait, that sounds like my friend who mm-hmm. I didn't even realize might really be struggling because obviously going through what I went through got me here, but like it did kind of suck thinking like no one knew and no yeah. one like thought to ask about it or like tried to help. No one knew at all. It goes to show you that no one really ever knows what someone's going through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because that, that goes along with uh, just looking at somebody and, oh, this person, just by looking at them, this person's healthy or unhealthy, right? right? Which, as we know, we can't do that. So, you, so, like you said, you were eating 100 calories for lunch and <laughs> it's being glorified when when the opposite, opposite truer, you were, you were starving yourself, you weren't eating and you were probably miserable, right? And just nobody knew you were putting on a good front. Yeah, yeah exactly. I feel like even too, like two to three years ago, topics of like disordered eating and you know, like body dysmorphia, all those things were such a sensitive topic on the internet. Like no one really liked to talk about those things. So now like with our podcast, especially like I like talking about these things because it kind of normalizes it and allows Mm -hmm. other people to be able to talk about it and let their emotions out and maybe maybe have like those conversations with friends, family, whatever it is, because I knew three years ago, if I even thought about having a conversation with my family about like maybe the way that they were talking about food around me or just any of that, like those topics would not be able to be had. But now I feel like if a girl's listening to our podcast and they hear about my experience and my family and how they kind of talked about food around me, maybe they can approach their family and have that conversation. Yeah. Growing up, like I didn't listen to anyone talking about this type of stuff on the internet. So yeah. Be the change that you want to see in the world. What's who yeah. says that? I don't know, but it, it's a good one. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's exactly somebody does. <laughs> somebody fucking does. Somebody smarter than me. <laughs> because like the truth is, like we were lucky. I was lucky that when I had you know twelve thousand calories and put it on my phone for the day, I was able to get out of that quickly. Mm-hmm. And the yeah. second time around, when it kind of because I kind of I went through phases of like going like in and out of sure. um, being very like obsessed. So when it when it happened again, I was also able to get out of it quickly. But like 
the scary truth is if that would have continued on for even like the rest of the year, because it was maybe like a, a few months, like that could land you in the hospital. Yeah. Fast. Totally. That's something that's one aspect of it that people don't talk about. I'm glad that you bring it up. How is that just because of being malnourished and, and things like that? People's bodies just fail on them. Like, yeah. like it's, it's, it's just serious. Body. Like, yeah. We, we had a nutritionist on um, like hormonal nutrition on like maybe a month or two ago. And we were just talking with her about like how severely under eating we were. And we were talking about like periods and stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Questions a lot like, Hey, did you lose your period when you, you know, were super restricted? And it's like, no, but like, I was also on birth control. So I wouldn't know because when you're, on birth mm. control, like, it's a fake period that you're having. So I don't even know, but like all the symptoms of like, losing your period i did have like you know the mood swings like not really having energy to do anything i was getting the chills like all of that like i had it i just never actually lost my period so mm -hmm. i don't know if if i was not on birth control like what my body would have been like right it's just not worth it like right and then some people go through like years later they can't have kids because yeah. their body is so messed up like you your hair's falling out and your skin yeah. and your like if I could have sh shaken myself and been like, what are you doing? This mm -hmm. is so not worth it. I would have, but I mean, it got me here and luckily I got out of it. I mean, I know some yeah. people need like really like professional treatment to get out of it. I'm, I'm mm -hmm. lucky I was able to get out of it. Yeah. yeah. And at such a young age, like you're not carrying this on to your thirties and forties. Like some people have been doing that kind of disordered stuff for literally years. Right. And now you're able to help others with your platform. And that's fucking amazing. I have a goal. <laughs> I'm excited to see where your girls are going to go. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, yeah. that's so exciting to think that it's like, like, like what it's going to turn into. Yeah. Who the hell knows? But as long as you're showing up and putting in the work. So I'm sure it's going to be something epic. That's, that's for sure. Thanks. With, with your podcast. So the F word is the F word fitness or is it fuck? Because I, I want to think that it's fuck. It's <laughs> but it's like basically we give no fucks like no bullshit like good like yeah like motto but fitness uncensored is right here um, yeah like i said like the no bullshit fitness uncensored i love it love it it like goes hand in hand like it's fitness but it's also like fuck you we don't care yeah we we uh beth and i had a tiktok live last week and i reposted uh the little segment from it and it's like we aren't doing this to impress other coaches and make friends with other coaches. Like if other coaches vibe with us and like us, like, cool, like let's be fucking friends, but um, we're not doing it to impress other coaches. We're doing it to just fucking help people. That so, is a yeah. hundred percent could not be more accurate. Like we are not doing this to appease other content creators who post mm -hmm. stuff that we think is absolute trash bullshit. Yeah. And yep. if yeah. you don't like that, I don't know what to tell you. That's not my problem. You <laughs> <laughs> uh -huh. get comments a lot that we're very catty for our opinions on our podcast, but realistic. Our opinions are very tame. Yeah, like well, I can be more ruthless, but I'm not going to be more ruthless. Yeah, there's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of stuff that doesn't make the mic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel you. I and I I don't have a filter either, but I'm I'm really if I did have a filter, it's completely off at this point. Um, I was talking with Beth before this, I made a video about, uh, it's in my drafts, but I'm going to post it about 
the anti-dieting people, um, shaming people for uh, shaming other coaches for celebrating people's weight loss. I'm like, who the fuck? Like, we're going to do an entire episode about this. But like, who the fuck are you to tell people not to? If somebody comes to me and they're proud that they've lost weight and they're they're healthier and they're happy and they're feeling good. Who the fuck are you to tell me that I shouldn't be you celebrating? You shouldn't talk about that. Like, yeah. No, that's seen, I've seen a lot of that recently on TikTok. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. It makes no sense. I'm, I will definitely listen to that episode. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. That's honestly just sad to me, especially right? being like like right now, my dad went through like a whole weight loss. Like he's really getting healthier, like really great. Like he just had to buy like new jeans. Like he's like looks totally different. Mm-hmm. And it's like if someone were to say, like, why are you celebrating that? That's bad. Fuck off. Fuck off. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's our message to anybody saying that right now. It's fuck off with that because we're not here for it. And we're not going to put up with it. That's right. Especially when there's there, there is direct health issues related to being yes. Um, yes. a certain amount of overweight. And if yeah. my dad was able to stop those health problems from getting worse and you can even reverse them at a certain point, uh-huh. like, that is so like celebratory worthy. I agree. Oh, for sure. But, but weight loss is fat phobic now. You guys. Yeah. So that's where um, we're at currently. So that's that's that's, that's what I'm like getting ready to take my gloves off. Well, I think it's because people are confused that when you're celebrating someone's weight loss, that is not telling you that you need to lose weight right. if you don't want mm-hmm. to. Yeah. And it's not that they weren't worthy and they weren't a good person before because they were. It's just they're fucking proud of the the work that they they've done. They they're improving their health, their habits and their lifestyle. Like that should like let's fucking pick these people up. Stop adding into this divide and making it it's us versus them. It's it's health at any size or it's or it's the diet culture. No, there's fucking balance and we need to accept that fact. A hundred percent. I've definitely noticed it too with some of my transformations that I've posted. It's not just the weight loss aspect either. It's like also the like the, the healthy weight gain journey where I'll post a transformation where I was fairly underweight, looked very skinny, like everyone that's you know underweight is not mentally there so mm-hmm. transformations from then to now people will be in the comments like but you were still pretty or you were still perfect yeah. before but i'm like that's not the point of my transformation the point of the transformation is like i'm mentally in a better place yeah like, mm-hmm. yes of course i put on some weight and i do like my physique better than i did before but that's not the point you don't need, need to degrade my transformation and tell me that I still looked pretty and I still looked good in my before because that's not the point. Well, the oh, best right. is like the old man tro- like accounts being like you looked prettier in the first one. Fuck you, yeah. old man. I'm not asking. I'm not doing this. Yeah, for I you didn't anyway. ask. I'm like yeah. I literally didn't ask. Right. You're coming from mentally, like in your transformation. That's like the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I agree. Yeah. That's that's amazing, man. I wish we would have done a whole episode on this now. <laughs> I know we could too. <laughs> we can talk a lot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know you guys, you guys are busy today and you have to go. So it was so awesome talking to you guys. Yes. yes. Oh yeah. I loved it. I had a great time. Yeah. We want to know for everybody that's listening, um, plug yourself. Um, where can people find you? Um, plug your podcast, whatever else you want to promote. Like let's do this. So the F word podcast, you can find on Instagram, YouTube, anywhere you listen to podcast. If you look it up, it'll come up. Anywhere, um, our YouTube, subscribe to the YouTube. <laughs> I'll plug that and follow the Instagram. And then you can find us directly from there. Okay, cool. Perfect. And fun fact, I actually 
discovered the two of you when we started our own podcast. When we, when I started looking into like, what else is yeah. out there? Like, what the fuck am we're I like, doing? Who with the podcast? fuck is the F that's word? How I, that's how I learned about you guys. So. <laughs> we're like, we love that name. <laughs> yeah. Like, fuck, why didn't we think of that? <laughs> I know. Yeah, no, yeah. It kind of clicked for us one day. We were walking in a neighborhood. And we're like, fuck, oh, like, what do we, what do we name our podcast? And it just stuck. Yeah. yeah. It's Same with us perfect. with Cut the Crap. It's like, we're just no bullshit, right? Just like you guys. So, yeah. Yeah, I like it. I like the Cut the Crap. Love it. Well, we appreciate you guys. Thank you. For yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's been awesome. Hope you enjoyed this episode. So, why not share it with a friend who needs to hear it? Send us a DM on Instagram or email us at cutthecrappod at gmail.com and join our Patreon at patreon.com slash cutthecrappodcast. As always, we appreciate you and thanks for being here.